closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are on the sidelines this week with Dr. Robert Rode of OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine to uh, have a conversation about Joe Burrow. You know, it's been a busy few days, of course, finding out about that season-ending injury. Uh, he has a torn ligament in his right wrist. He is uh, unfortunately not playing the rest of the season. Uh, we're hearing it's a middle ligament in his wrist. So we are going to learn more about rehab. What's going on with Joe? Is this type of injury worse than a bone fracture? Do you see this often in athletes? Uh, we have so many questions. I know Lindsay is sitting over here with a laundry list. We are joined now by Dr. Robert Rode. Again, of OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Hi, Dr. Rode. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate Thank you. It. Hey, we appreciate this was very last minute. I know uh, getting you in here, we, we're very grateful you were able to come in and hop on a mic here. So uh, let's just start from the beginning. Can you explain which ligament is likely damaged, what it does? What's going on here with Joe? Certainly. You know, we, we don't speculate necessarily, but when we're being told that there's a middle ligament in the wrist, what wrist specialists really start thinking about is a particular part of the wrist that is well known to be an injury that can happen from a fall. And what a lot of us are discussing right now are the concept of injuries to a ligament called the scapholunate. And while we believe that's very likely something that's important for us to think about right now, again, we don't speculate. But in the wrist, there's a number of bones and they move in a kind of complex way and they're held together so they can do that complex motion by a number of ligaments and in the middle of the wrist this is probably the toughest one it's called the scapholunate we believe an injury to that a sprain to the wrist is an important injury that probably we're talking about did you see when it happened were you watching the game I was watching the game. To be fair, I'm unclear exactly the okay. moment. I know others believe they may have seen it, but I can't say I myself really witnessed a moment where I thought that that happened. I feel like we all felt like that. All of a yeah. sudden, he's on the sideline, and he can't throw a ball, and we're panicking. What's going on? What's going on? And yeah. uh, not sure what's, what's up. Yeah, you know, one of the things, Zach Taylor, obviously he only had a few seconds between halftime and the end of the game when he had to talk to the media, and he said – Right now, we just think it's a it's it's a bones or it's a wrist brain. We'll get more information. They obviously did that. They went back to Pecor Stadium. They have an MRI there, and it showed. Unfortunately, the season-ending news is this injury considered worse than a bone fracture. You know, it's interesting because we think of a fracture as being so severe, and many times the more common thing is the bone may fail. Now, in others, especially if your bones are strong or if you have a certain position that you fall on, the ligaments may give way. And there are many ligaments on the outside of the wrist. There are ligaments on the side of the wrist. But these deep ligaments sometimes can be even trickier than a fracture because there's a lot of variation in the severity. And they're difficult to fix when they're really highly injured. And, and therein lies the difficulty. There's a lot of gray areas. And it's even with each individual hard to know, is it mild, moderate, severe? and how aggressive to be. So there can be interpretation depending on each person's injury. And do you see this type of injury often? You know, we do actually. Really? And sometimes we don't catch this on the early side. You might be playing sports, you might fall skiing or snowboarding and feel a sprain and nothing shows up on an x-ray. 
and only down the road might you find that there's been a, a little change in the position of the bones or a shifting of the bones. And, and sometimes you see a gap between a couple of the bones. That is really showing sort of a manifestation of one of those ligaments having been stretched out or torn. That may be something that only shows up later. So with professional athletes, obviously, there's a lot on the line, and your performance needs everything to be working in perfect order. And so there's a quick trigger for us to pull to get advanced imaging like an MRI. Mm, okay. One of the things Joe is doing this week, um, obviously the injury happened on Thursday night. They found out more information on Friday. He's trying to pick the surgeon. Um, they're obviously trying to get all of the information they could possibly get. What is involved in this type of surgery? If somebody does need surgery for this to have the optimum outcome, interestingly enough, there are a lot of different concepts and a lot of different approaches to how to fix it. And Every year in our society meetings, in sports medicine and hand and wrist surgery, other people will come up with different philosophies on this. But one thing is true, and that is you want to somehow restore that ligament structure that holds the scaphoid and the lunate together. And again, there are many ways to do that. Sometimes we use the normal tissue and we use anchors. Sometimes we take an expendable tendon and reinforce it. Nowadays, some of us are using... Uh, you've heard of things like tightrope. Well, we use internal bracing techniques with extra sutures to give more support. And, and it is very, very um, variable depending on the surgeon. And so those approaches can affect our outcomes. They can affect our recovery and our rehabilitation time as well. So they're sometimes a little bit more kind of personal to the surgeon and the, the patient. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit OrthoCincy.com to learn more. That's OrthoCincy.com. Okay, million-dollar question here, Dr. Rode. What will be his timeline for recovery and rehab after surgery? In your opinion, what do you think? Yeah, and again, we keep saying we wouldn't speculate necessarily, but if you're a patient or a professional athlete with this kind of injury, you have to really be prepared and be ready that it, it may take a number of months. In general, in my mind, I would say for a lot of us, three to four months before doing real aggressive things. Now think about a construction worker, think about a musician, think about a professional athlete. The demands are very different and the motions you want to put yourself through with precision are going to require some rehab and and ramping up of activity. So I don't know anyone wants to rush that and it will vary depending on the severity and the type of technique, but you would expect several months for sure. And this may seem like a silly question, but something I just thought of while you were talking, I think of you know, when you think of people going through physical therapy with their ankles or their legs or their hips or their feet, they're on a bike, they're walking. What kind of therapy goes into the wrist or the hand? Yeah, great question, because it is such a complicated anatomic structure, the hand, the wrist. You think about the bones, the ligaments, the cartilage, the muscles and tendons, and then nerves nearby, etc. And so we actually, in our group at OrthoSensei, we have certified hand therapists who are specially trained, extra trained, to work on this area of the body. So at first, we want to restore finger motion. We want to restore reduction of swelling. 
depending on the technique and the level of severity of these types of injuries, it depends on how much time we want to immobilize. And then when we start mobilizing it, we do it in certain kind of uh, planes in terms of bending and rotating so as to protect the repair. And the therapist then will kind of guide that and keep the patient on track, keep the athlete from doing more harm, but promoting some safe healing, increasing their mobilization, and when there's enough healing, then start strengthening. So do his fingers hurt too, you think? Does this affect like finger, like is it mainly just down towards the wrist or is this pretty much his whole hand? You know, in my experience, usually it's mostly in the wrist. But if there's a lot of swelling, yeah, indeed, that's going to extend out to the fingers. But generally speaking, most of my uh, patients have had more focused pain along the wrist. Okay. Correct. So this, I mean, the way the way it sounds, and obviously we're we're not going to speculate, but just <laughs> the information that we currently have, there's still in the playoff hunt. There's still a few months left in the season. The Bengals have said he's going to be out for the season. There is just no way possible for this guy to return even in February if they made this magical run to the postseason. Well, nobody's ever says never, yeah. but <laughs> but you would be planning and strategizing as such. And, you know, we love our Bengals and we have great confidence in them, but you've got to plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the prudent thing from any type of team, club, any type of sport. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to get ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but we would absolutely hope for the best and for for every every member. Yeah, once he's healed, you know, are there any long-term effects to this? Maybe even a possibility of a re-injure? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think no matter what technique is used in these types of procedures, we all know that there may be some lasting changes. Interestingly though, some of the motions that are gonna be the hardest are ones that aren't necessarily specific to throwing motion. So there are really unique differences there. Ideally, the patient can get back and the player can get back to throwing a football, a baseball pretty well. It may be a little difficult with off-season training, push-ups, bench press, other weight training of that sort. And it can be retweaked, but generally speaking, what we think of is there's always the chance of way down the road, some element of arthritis, mm-hmm. not tomorrow, but way down the road. And that's something that we do see. And I I say sometimes this is an operation that it can be difficult to consider a slam dunk because sometimes it really does leave a little change within the wrist that you might see in the years to follow. But generally speaking, athletes have a relatively high chance of getting back to their level of play, relatively high, but there is always the chance of some down-the-road changes or stiffness. Mm. Joe's injury history is growing. You know, I feel like we, uh, you know, just a few months ago, we had a conversation with Dr. Desjardins of Orthosensia about his calf injury. And then, of course, here we are, unfortunately, about his wrist. Uh, can someone be very injury prone in situations like this where we've seen Joe injured quite a few times so far with the Bengals? Well, you hear that kind of phrase. But generally speaking, let's remember, you're one of the best quarterbacks in the world. And everybody's eyes are on you and you are at a moment's risk of being hit every single time. I think of this injury to the wrist is just one of those lightning strikes. You can't predict it. And I would never expect that to be part of a pattern. You're just at a really high level performance athlete. And it's just one of those luck of the draw moments. Mm, kind of, kind of a fluky 
thing. That's the way it's, I look at it. Yeah, yeah, very, very good point. Did you want to ask anything else, Lindsay? I know no, this, is- this was fantastic, and I really wanted to know all of this information because I, do, I don't feel like we've heard enough about it when it comes to the timeline and, and, and what's going on and just some information that a lot of people have questions about right now when it comes to number nine. I agree. I, I think timeline being the key word there, recovery and rehab, this definitely put our minds at ease and explained it better. So thank you so much, Dr. Rode of OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We appreciate you so much. And uh, hopefully that's it for injuries for a while. Hopefully the list stays a little bit, uh, you know, quiet. But uh, we always appreciate you coming in. So thank you so much and have a wonderful holiday. Thank you for having me and happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you.